0: this is gloria and welcome to something to share and this podcast i always talk about my life you know my hits and misses mistakes that i've made and how i've grown and so i hope as you take the time to listen to these that you can grow with me hope you enjoy this podcast so today's podcast is going to be about uh something that god has really been laying on my heart and it's why people leave churches why do people choose to walk away from churches and so it led me to do some research uh it's something that I have a story with and I'm going to tell my story later on in the podcast but upon looking up why people leave churches I found four main reasons 10% believe that God called them to leave a church 12% leave due to a job relocation another 12% prefer another church, and a whopping 66% will walk away from a church because they're offended. couldn't believe that. That's huge. And uh, I've left for two of those reasons. I once left a church because I was offended, and I'm going to get into that. Um, but I also left church because I, I was called by God. I don't believe I was called by God. I know I was. And I'm also going to get into that too on the other podcast. This podcast is it's going to focus on my offense and why people choose to leave churches when they're offended. <clears throat> now, something that wasn't on here that I thought was a legit reason, I believe that there are legit reasons to leave a church. If you're called by God, by all means, be obedient job relocation. I think that's legit too. Some people are in the military. Some people's jobs call them and and don't have a choice. As far as preferring another church, I I wonder if that could be like maybe the preaching style. Maybe like all pastors are pastors. They all have the same job. They're, they're your shepherds. They're there to feed you and nurture you and equip you so you can grow up. But the pastor themselves, the people are different. And so they have completely different preaching styles. One might go hard and one might be all, you know, loving and gentle. (laughs) And so pastors have different preaching styles. And so maybe people might prefer a different preaching style. What wasn't on here that I felt should have been on here. And I feel like that's, you know, a wrong doctrine. If you remember, on my very first podcast, I talked about leaving a church because I don't believe what they taught anymore. They, they didn't believe in the gifts of the Spirit, you know, uh, speaking in tongues was demonic. If Holy Spirit showed up in a service and manifested, those people were filled with evil spirits. I don't believe that anymore. And I, I especially don't agree with the way that women were treated. I, I didn't agree with the fact that if you didn't agree with them, you know you were rebellious, or eventually up to the point of shunning, I can't stand that, and and let me just insert a little PSA here, I don't want to use this platform to bash anybody, I'm not bashing them, but I'm saying I don't agree, like, with the way that people w- were treated, and so, you know, that's why I left, and I don't believe that I was in the wrong, because I don't believe that anymore, I had questions, like, doctrinal questions, and you know, if you ask too much, oh, well then they began to question you. And I didn't really care for that. Again, not putting them down. That was a long time ago. And I believe in honor. And so I'm not putting them down personally. <clears throat> but um, I didn't leave because I preferred anything else. I wasn't offended. I left because I really didn't agree with how they taught and just the way that they treated people altogether. together. And it wasn't just me, it was a lot of people. And when, if you're in a church and you're afraid to speak up for fear of like shunning or persecution, something's not right. I mean, that's just my opinion. But anyways, um, so again, the biggest reason 66% of people will walk away from a church is offense. And I said it last time, I'm a nerd. So I went to the dictionary and... The definition of, of offense is an annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived insult or disregard for one's self standards or principles. The synonyms are resentment, disapproval, dislike. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I have sinus infections, in my throat's like super scratchy, or to take something personally. Now, offenses like rampant right now. I mean, you can't say anything. You can't post anything because you're going to step on someone's toes. That's just the world we live in. But what caught my attention about the word offense is two words. Perceived insult. Not insult. Perceived insult. Keyword being perceive. To perceive is to feel. And I know because I'm perceptive, I'm a feeler. I feel things very deeply, good and bad. But the thing about feelings is you have to master your feelings or they're gonna master you. (laughs) So you gotta master them emotions or you're gonna get yourself in some trouble. But you feel insulted. It doesn't say to offend somebody, it's to insult somebody. You feel insulted, you feel disregarded. You feel like they hurt me. You feel like I wasn't heard, and let me tell you, once that little seed takes root, watch out, you're about to go to a bad place if you don't deal with it. And I say this as somebody who's walked through that. You know, I said when I made this podcast, I'm be honest about not just encounters and these things. I'm be honest about my mistakes, and I I was offended, and I'm I'm gonna tell my story. Um. Well. I remember uh you know, I, I mentioned on my last podcast about the church where I had spiritual parents and they poured into me and they helped me find my gifts and and I was there for a few years and they shared a church they shared a building with another church. And when there's two churches under one roof, let me tell you there's gonna be conflict. And that's what happened. Long story short, one day they called a meeting and they were like, we're not going to have church here anymore. Please find another church until, you know, we reconvene or whatever. And I was devastated, but I was like, okay, my husband's family's pastoral. I started going to, to his family's church, bigger church built around an outreach, wonderful people. And, uh, I mean, church, the door was open almost about seven days a week. It was outreach. They were located on, on a side of town where there was great needs. So they had to be open that way. And I loved it. Loved. Learned how to serve. Learned to love outreach and just touch people, you know? Bring people to Jesus. And um, I'll say my first place in the mistake I made, not going there because I, I did want to find a place, but... I knew I was going to go back to my church. This was just until we reconvened. And I knew that. And I just like serving so much that, you know, I took a position of leadership that I don't believe I was ready for. They were like, come on, we need you. and We need people like you. And I said, yes. And so I was leading in certain areas. And I felt like that was my fault. Because if you're not fully committed to being a leader in an area, don't do it like I was half-hearted part of my heart was torn I wanted my old church I was used to it I was comfortable you know and so uh, I began to lead this went on for a good time I was there for like almost a year or maybe a little over a year and I ended up becoming offended because my son began to be bullied in the children's church he was a tweenie around 9 or 10 you know not a little kid not a teenager and he was being bullied by a boy that was a couple years older than him. And one day I helped out upstairs because they were overflowing with children. And the teacher was like, I can't do this alone. Send people up here. So I went up there just as like a floater to kind of help do things while she was getting everything together. And I caught this kid bullying my son. And I was like, oh man, Lord Jesus, hold my hand. Hold my hand. Like, And I politely talked to him. He was very disrespectful. But eventually, he left my son alone, and and you know, I immediately talked to the pastors and was like, this needs to stop. I was like, my son gets bullied enough at school horribly. This is a safe place. Now that I know who this kid is, and my son finally told me because I saw it, this kid has been bullying him. He's been crying sometimes, not wanting to come to church, and that was not like my son. I said, this needs to stop. I was like, talk to the parent and you know, I wasn't confrontive. I wasn't ugly. I was a parent and I, I didn't look at them as just pastors. I looked at them like, come on, your parents, like, what would you do, you know? And so this continued and I, I felt like, I felt, key word, I felt like I wasn't heard. I felt like nothing was done. This kid continued to bully my son. Up until the point where my son is like, "I'm not going, Mom. Please, please don't make me go," and I would cry because that's exactly what he was going through in public school. And I was like, "I do not need this." I was like, "He doesn't need this." And I don't know if if they ever even talked to her because I went and talked to her one time. I was like, "Okay, if they're not, not going to do something, I will." I went up to her. I wasn't ugly, but I said, "Hey, I don't know if um anyone's talked to you." I was like, "But our kids are—they're really having a problem up there," and. You know your son has has been bullying my son, and she had her arms folded. First of all, her posture was very confrontational. She was not having it, and she said, "I'll go talk to my son." Now I thought she was going to go talk to him when they got home, have a talk. No, she went and found him in the church and came back, and she was like, "My son said he's not bullying your son." Like she just didn't want to hear it, and so it continued, and that root of offense. It continued to grow in me and let me tell you how you know if you're offended by my signs number one I stepped down from everything because I was upset in the areas that used to help I was like I'm not gonna help anymore like no number two I stopped going I started finding excuses not to go anymore because I was upset and uh So that's a sign the minute you stop wanting to go and you, and, and I justified it, which is another sign. When you're offended, you're going to find every reason in the world to justify why you're right and why they're wrong, why the church is wrong, why your pastors are wrong. And that's exactly what I did. Now, the only thing I didn't do is because an offended person will feed everyone around them. And because I've been in church a long time, I've seen things, I've heard stories and, uh, I've heard about a person leaving a church and taking large numbers of the flock with them. I didn't do that. I wasn't there to like be a bowling ball and like knock everyone down with me. I left on my own. But that's another thing offended do. They will find other offended people to talk to, to let them know how they were wronged and kind of unknowingly plant the seed in them. And it's always the same group of people and I can kind of spot them when I see them. But anyways, I handled that wrong and they knew how I felt and they actually tried to call me several times and reach out to me. But let me tell you, I was offended. Didn't want to talk to him. And when we did talk, it became disrespectful on my end. Let me tell you, not even them, me. I was offended, I was angry, and it began this little ugly back and forth, and I wasn't okay with it, you know, again, latter 20s, and I tell you, I am not happy with the way that I handled it at all, it's a part of my story, I, I handled it wrong, and I take 100% responsibility for that, you know, and, uh, I left a church because I was offended, even though, I mean, honestly, I wasn't going to stay anyway. My church had opened up around that time, like the one I had left. And so I went back and I stayed there for several more years, but that was one of the reasons I left. And I regret it because I felt like there's, there's a right way to leave a church and there's a wrong way. The right way is to leave with the blessing of God on your life. Because God is closing one door and he's opening another door. He might be sending you out somewhere to do something else. The wrong way is to leave like, you know, being shunned by people or completely offended where where your mouth is just like spewing heat to whoever will listen. And the funny thing is about an offended person, they don't just talk to regular people about how the church offended them. They want to talk to other Christians. And so that's crazy. So if you recognize any of those signs in your life, you can be healed of that. And I'll tell you on the next podcast, I'm going to talk about how I was really hurt and how God healed me and how he wants to heal you too, if that's you. But the Bible talks about uh, how Jesus talks about when we have disagreements with somebody, whether you're offended at your pastors or another church member, The Bible has a lot to say, actually Jesus had a lot to say about reconciliation. And Matthew 18, 15 through 17 says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. And if he listens, you've gained a brother. So the key is if your brother has sinned against you, if somebody in the church has hurt you, like knowingly, they did something wrong to you you should be able to go and talk to him alone and be like hey you know hey that hurt me <laughs> like or that that offended me y'all should be in a place where you can have that open communication and be like okay you know the end result is reconciliation it might not mean we're going to be best friends by the time we're done it might not mean but can we be adults can we be christians we're in the house of god <laughs> like we should be able to carry ourselves a certain way and not you know be so ugly you know and so Jesus says go and talk to him now if it's an offense first thing you need to remember is it's a perceived insult you might be offended at somebody and they might not have any idea why you're offended I've done that, I've offended people, and then, like, I've noticed their attitude change, and then I have to get them alone and be like, hey, did I do something to you? Because I have a big mouth sometimes, and I don't mean to, but I have occasionally offended people without even knowing, and without even trying, and then I have to, I'm not above apologizing if I'm wrong, and I have to be like, oh man, I'm so sorry, you know, I didn't even think when that came out of my mouth, foot and mouth, the old FIMS, foot and mouth syndrome, that's me, and, uh, you know, go and talk to them alone. So the Bible says, but y'all should be in a good enough relationship <laughs> to where you can have that dialogue. If it's a complete stranger and you just go up to them and be like, hey, I'm offended with you, it could get ugly. So, you know, it says if your brother, like if y'all have a, a relationship where you talk openly, y'all should be able to, you know, have that. And then in Matthew 5, 23, 24, it says, if you're presenting a gift and your brother or sister has something against you. Leave your gift at the altar and go and be reconciled. So now, if somebody has something against you, you might not even know it. Again, maybe you don't even realize you've offended somebody. But it says, go and be reconciled. There's a scripture, and I don't have it with me. And it says, "Like as much as possible, try to live at peace with people. Our, our goal as Christians, you know not just winning the lost, but like living at peace with each other and, and reconciliation, you know, turning back to each other. And so I just think that's really important. Um, this was, you know, just a podcast on why people leave churches, because it seems to be happening more and more, but like according, like I said, I believe that there's legit reasons to leave a church. Uh, my Mm. husband grew up in church and, um, I heard stories that broke my heart. I heard stories about sexual abuse and it broke my heart. I would have never thought something like that could happen, but it did. And apparently it does. And I I would never tell a person to stay in a situation like that. That's just me. And um, I believe that's a legit reason, you know, uh, I believe doctrine is a legit reason you know, the Bible says that we're supposed to test the word because there's going to be the preaching of a quote unquote, another Jesus by another spirit. And we have to be careful because there's some like wacky things going on out there. And you know, if you're not discerning and you're not kind of in the word, you can get swept away just kind of like I was in the beginning. And, um, You know, because I've been a Christian for a while now. I've heard some really silly reasons why people leave church. Like, oh, they wore jeans. Like, really? The way they dress? Or, uh, you know, I mean, I don't even know if I've ever written down. I've heard so many things. Like, they don't even carry Bibles anymore. Like, and, and a lot of the reasons that I've heard, honestly, it's like religiosity. Like, This is the way I do it. So this is just the way it has to be done. You know, my way or the highway. If you don't do it that way, then you're wrong. And I've heard some like weird reasons for people leaving, which that's an offense. You know, they feel disregarded. They feel unheard. So anyways, uh, that was, this is part one of why people leave churches. On the next podcast, I'll be talking about my story of, uh, how I encountered hurt, and how the Lord led me to a deep place of healing. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast.